welcome, welcome to Real Talk, where we reveal everything about life. We're here virtually with Chelsea, and I'm Amy Bell, short for short for Amy, Amy for short. That's what it is. And we're here with our special guest, Melina. Hi, my sister. <laughs> She's a mother of a little cute baby called Lila. So today's happy, it's Mother's Day today. So we say happy Mother's Day. To Yay. My Thank you. Thank you guys. <laughs> uh, so we're here virtually. Um, we're not in our little comfy couch over there. You are though, Chelsea. <laughs> How's it going over there? It's going well, you know um so I've been working on taking care of Leo he's been not feeling so well lately Leo's my little dog Mm -hmm. so he he has to get surgery and stuff and other than that you know it's a beautiful day over here I'm thinking of going for a hike so yes that's awesome yeah I want to get out somewhere yeah Hopefully today we can we can get that chance uh, to get some fresh air out there. So Amabel is home, by the way. Oh, yes. So that's why we're going <laughs> virtual. <laughs> and she's spending time home for Mother's Day with her family, which is beautiful. I wish I could join you guys, but I know. <laughs> yes, it would have been awesome, but uh, soon enough. <laughs> Soon enough, it'll happen. I know you had to attend Leo this weekend. It'll get better, I'm sure. Yeah, and just a a little pointer. You'll probably hear Lila, uh, my sister's daughter, screaming and her her separation anxiety. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, we just want to start uh start now with disclaimers in the beginning of each video. Uh, just so that we are able to sort of just protect what we say. Everything that we say here as a disclaimer is our opinions based on our personal experience, yes. as, long, as well as any guests we have, like my sister today. Uh, so just a disclaimer that these are all opinions. It's no, you know, you can take whatever advice you want to take, uh, but it's completely up to you. We just talking from personal experience just to see if we can help you and relate to you in some way yes and (laughs) if any um if any of this topics makes you feel uncomfortable or triggered you know there are hotlines online that you can call Mm -hmm. and reach out to talk to we are not professionals Mm -hmm. so we can't provide you therapy or you know solicit one-on-ones but we can you can definitely hear us out and see if they relate um but yeah so we'll have the link over here of all the little phone numbers that you can call in case of any emergencies or anything like that so yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) so today we are going to be talking about resilience um resilience by definition is we got it we got it ready right here is the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties or toughness. Um, It's also known to be um, just that because the other one is not a good definition. (laughs) 
Uh, so that again, it's the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties. Um, and so we just want to go around and just say what resilience basically means to us, because uh, it, it can be or may not be similar to the definition. Um, so Chelsea, would you like to just express what resilience means to you personally? Um, so resilience for me was, you know, and is still like being able to get back up, bringing that courage and that strength to overcome any situation that is really difficult for me, whether it's, you know, facing anxiety, PTSD, or depression, or um, debilitating uh, panic attacks, or it was um, coming from, you know, sexual abuse, domestic abuse, and so on like that. And also dealing with inner resilience, you know, bringing on overcoming those like challenges of those overthinking thoughts and like, um, self-sabotaging experiences so for me it was mostly pushing through by bringing in courage and strength and having faith within myself and seeing that there is something good out of this and that you know things are happening for me not to me and it was more of what this learning experience I can bring into my future self and to the world so oh i like that things are happening for me not to me that's a good way to look at it yeah, yeah. do you have uh, do you have something to say about what resilience means to you well from personal experience resilience to me is just being able it's almost the same thing that we all think about when we think about resilience is just basically overcoming any obstacles that come to you in life um you know there's a lot of ways that you can go ahead and overcome them uh it doesn't necessarily have to be anything crazy it's just you know for me what helped me was you know uh be able to meditate and uh, you know speaking or writing in my journal and speaking to you know my sister's my personal therapist here <laughs> um, so all of that uh you know would definitely help with that you know that's basically what resilience is to me mm -hmm. just being being able to um even though you're stuck in a place of um you know mental destruction mm -hmm. <laughs> you can mm -hmm. definitely little by little um go ahead and get better within time yeah to add to that um i'm gonna sort of crash both of you guys together i'm trying i'll try but i agree with both of you guys i mean i think that resiliency is also finding ways to help yourself get through the tough times like you said mm -hmm. like journaling if that helps meditating but also also finding people you trust too to help you get through the tough times because there's times where you can't do it alone yeah because uh, you're stuck and in that it's sort of hard to find hope in those times so it's good to have at least one person that you can go to that you trust mm -hmm. or even someone you don't know a complete stranger mm -hmm. therapist <laughs> uh, who would be able to help you get through that you know 
there's a lot of things that you that we do unconsciously that we don't realize it until somebody actually tells you it's not um also as well as that uh, you know there are people that really cannot or do not have anyone around them mm -hmm. um there was at one point in time where you know i felt like that and what really helped me was um going on to um the internet or youtube and looking up everything like what can help with my anxiety um, seeing other people's stories that really helped me as well so you know there's a lot of things that you can do that life offers you um you know in order to help yourself you don't necessarily you but you do have to go after it you know you have to personally want to do it because if not then you know <laughs> yeah it's like that thing um can't really you can't really receive the help you need unless you want to help yourself first so yeah. that's a big that's a big one mm -hmm. for sure yeah I definitely agree with that and I think that's beautiful mm -hmm. what you said because it's it's really having that choice within yourself mm -hmm. to decide yeah. if you really want to work on yourself or you want to stay in this area that you're mm -hmm. suffering under, you know, suffering. like yeah. being able to reach out to people around you that especially like family, friends, like, yeah, being open to that and like understanding that you need help and that's okay to ask for help. So mm -hmm. that's it's the hardest really part though. It's hard. <laughs> it's the hardest it's part. Hard. But, yeah. you know, if you, that's why I turn to you. So because, you know, I'm sometimes of a hard head, <laughs> so I don't really Stubborn, not like ask to me. ask for help. Yeah. So, you know, me not wanting to do that, at least I took initiative in going um, into, you know, uh, the media and mm -hmm. having them help me instead. Yeah. This is basically surrounding yourself with, um, you know, anything that will help you not think about those thoughts and like you know yeah resilience itself mm -hmm. yeah finding distractions distractions but also uh like you said do your research like yeah you have the internet has everything in the world know what kind of research i mean know what's credible in the research yeah. you do but there's things you can find online that you're like yeah i have that 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 don't self-diagnose yourself <laughs> it's like basically but, what this yeah. podcast is you know you guys mm -hmm. is definitely helping people out you know uh whoever is basically listening to this like you know they're here to help themselves and learn mm -hmm. what other people have to say and see if that resonates with them mm -hmm. and help them you know yeah mm -hmm. that's good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i think like, i think chelsea agrees <laughs> yes <laughs> is there some um some specific personal experiences that um both of you have been through where you would say of course there's that low low points in your life but that you can say you've overcome it and build resilience oh, uh, blah. <laughs> um uh, you go for it <laughs> uh yeah I have a ton um <laughs> man I I know it's like so hard to think about it like I have a simple one but you can go first girl you go first <laughs> you you know. I, have a, I have a really simple one um 
Oh, okay. I have like two, but I'm gonna say, oh man, it's hard. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'll say this one. I was about um, it's been a couple years back. I was still in my is my early twenties. Uh, we went to the Dominican Republic, and I decided to, <laughs> for the first time ever, hike like this oh my God. huge <laughs> mountain. That's not a good idea. Apparently, it's the <laughs> highest mountain, um, the highest peak mountain of uh, the Caribbean islands, um, and it's called Pico Duarte. El Pico Duarte. It's in the Dominican Republic, and it usually takes like a week to hike by foot. But we went in mules. <laughs> we went in mules. And so it was going to be about five days to go and come back down. Um, and I know that doesn't count. I mean, but it was still fun. Uh, but there was a point throughout the hike that or throughout the trip that I could not sit on a mule anymore. Like my thighs, my legs were numb. Like I couldn't do it. It was like 12 hours straight on a mule. Oh, it was kind of, it's kind of crazy. So uh, what I did was I said, you know, I'll just leave the mule with the guides because there were tour guides there that were joining us and the group. And I'll just walk because apparently the walk was only about three to four hours, they said, to the next campsite because there's different campsite as you go up the mountain. Yeah. Little did you know. <laughs> I, yeah. So you see where this is going? <laughs> So I start walking, my cousin, my cousin accompanied me and she said, uh, the tour guide said, you should probably bring your mule just in case you get tired. And I'm like, no, 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 I don't even want to see the mule at this point. I'm so tired <laughs> sitting on it. So I start walking and three hours turned into six, seven hours of walking under the heat. Um, and in early morning, it's really cold. So we would keep our coats on uh but then it was noon around that time and by noon or midday it's like extremely hot <laughs> the sun's beaming on you so we're walking and I start you know sweating I'm hot because I have this coat on and I start stripping down now my cousin is more experienced at this so she says no you got to keep on the stuff because if you take it off the sun is going to hit you more or it's going to hit you worse and so you'll get even more hot and more dehydrated. Now, did you I, listen? Was, <laughs> I did not listen. I felt like I was about to faint at one point. So I started stripping everything down. And a short, a long story short, I got sun poisoning in some way and like broke out all throughout my face. Yeah. I mean, my sister saw me. Oh my gosh. It's like boiling. Yeah. So boils all over my face. Oh my goodness. Stop. Disclaimer. <laughs> this is a disclaimer for just kidding. But uh, yeah, and it took about another week after I came back uh, for it to be um, cured completely. But I was hiding in my room and they were putting all sorts of natural remedies on my face. Um, and I really thought I was never, my face was never going to get back to normal. I honestly thought that because I was scared. Oh. I was so scared. And in that moment, I really had to, because I was in bed throughout all this time. In that moment, I really had to like come to terms with, if this stays, if my face gets messed up, I have to literally adjust, accept myself. Like all of this was going through my head, all these thoughts. And 
um, I had to come to a, a place where I was like, I should, I need to be okay with how I look, even if my face is gonna stay like this forever. Um, but those were horrible moments. And that's how you um, overcome came it, because thinking the mental talk. Yeah. The mental talk can go both ways, though. I don't know if you guys <laughs> agree. <laughs> the mental talk can be like, shit, this is going to ruin my life. Or it could be, I need to get through this so that I can keep moving forward. Because if not, then it's yeah. not going to be okay. Yeah, that's basically what it is. Yeah, so. That's where resilience comes in. I overcame it. Um, but that was a crazy moment when you like it was a near to death moment for me when I was in that moment of I can't I could barely breathe there's no water I drank all my water and how do I keep going in the middle of the sun oh I thought I wasn't gonna be able to make it Oof. Oof. oh that was hard that was yeah. so difficult okay <laughs> that's my story uh but the thing is it's literally because you're one once you're in that um state. in that state in that mental state you have to really get every ounce of energy you have within you that's what i had to do to be able to keep moving forward and right when i wanted to give up you know that little um image where there's like an iceberg and and then um it's like underneath the water do you guys know what i'm talking yeah. about so yeah yeah oh yeah yeah the yeah. tip of the iceberg yeah it's like you're almost there but you don't know it and you're like at your limit where you're like I can't do this anymore and then you do like a little few steps more and then everything's better the light comes out and <laughs> you go, ah. that's how it was <laughs> so you saw the light at the end of the tunnel <laughs> <laughs> long story short I saw the light at the end of the tunnel <laughs> that's beautiful i mean <laughs> that's good you did overcome that because that, yeah. that was so bad that was so bad should yeah. listen this time i know it should, <laughs> should can be tough <laughs> that sun is no joke <laughs> yes <laughs> what about you guys <laughs> me and Chelsea are looking at each other like oh who wants to come first um I guess I'll, I'll go. Um, for me, gosh, I, I have like a laundry list of things. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I think the biggest one uh, for me was pretty much um, when I was in boarding school, I... I never knew I had like a really deep depression um, when I was like probably middle school, early high school. And like, I would think all these like really like bad thoughts. Like I, I like would think of ways to kill myself. Like, and um, I was always trying to figure out like, oh, what if this happens? And then I'll be dead you know and I never knew that because I had no form of education until I went to boarding school in high school and um it all clicked where I was like holy crap I'm going through like a really deep 
depression. I was very low about myself. Like I were, there were times where I tried to attempt um, suicidal attempts and um, thankfully I had like, you know, people who kind of stopped me during those times, but I was going through a lot of like domestic abuse during those moments and I never put two to two together. And um, what really helped me was kind of like, well, I did a lot of therapy (laughs) and I pretty much was in a state where I'm only this old. I have so much more life to go. I can change at this moment or I can just keep going at this rate and if I keep going like this, I'm going to keep living in this life, you know, like this way of thinking, this way of living. So I had to get out of the environment. So that's why I went to boarding school. And in while I was in boarding school, I was pretty much like starting to find myself more and more during those moments. Mm -hmm. And, um, those were times where, you know, I was learning tools to like bring my confidence up, find more about my self-esteem and like hope within myself. And when I was in those times, I kept thinking like, well, I was journaling a lot, but I was like thinking, you know, this these people around me where I am at, like they bring me a lot of joy, like just being with nature, doing the things I love taught me so much that there's so much more than, than the situation that I was Mm -hmm. within, you know, my family or where my old living situation was. And it really brought me to see that, this is possible, you know, I make choices for myself and I could really learn to have of a relationship with other people where it's loving and, you know, exciting and fun and all that stuff. Um, So after like a couple years into that my senior year of high school, I've pretty much um, did a whole 360 within those four years. And I, you know, I was like, I was like more happy, more excited, more myself and able to, I had more confidence and able to stick up for myself against, you know, people that would hurt me and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and I started to see that there's you know I can do more than just being that old self and when I go back I always tell her like you did the best you could during those moments you know you only knew what you knew and you were only young, you're only a kid. So there was not much that you could do at those moments, you know, and you can definitely be who you were 
but now that things are different now that you know you're in a different situation you're safe you're you're well surrounded by you know a lot of loving environment so but yeah so positivity talk a lot of those mental talks really helped me through journaling doing physical activities so that's why Mm -hmm. I was in sports a lot and volunteering helped a lot actually I did a lot of volunteering oh Oh. but yeah through those little works I found back found myself and yeah I mean even that like there are moments I you know went in and out but you you eventually Mm -hmm. come back so yeah <laughs> yeah, and it's a uh, there's the ups and downs. It's not like you're always uh, yeah. here. Mm-hmm. It's like you're here, then one day you're up here, then that one day you're down here. You know, yeah, it's mm-hmm. not gonna get. You're not gonna get over it, like in, <laughs> right in one day. One day, one obviously, night. you're still it's, it's still gonna come back to you. You know, you still have to deal with it little by little. Mm-hmm. But as yeah. long as you're able to mentally get yourself out of that rut of course um you will have that stability yeah. anything you want to share um so for me as such as chelsea i have a lot <laughs> i have a lot of things that i had to like go through in life um at different points in my life i think mm-hmm. the biggest one and the one that obviously I'm still dealing with is just I have a lung condition. And that lung condition has been with me since I was basically born. That was, mm-hmm. It was a maltreatment at the hospital. And for some reason, I still had um, some some phlegm or whatever, what, I don't know what you call it, the phlegm on in my uh, chest and that developed. So I had to go, since I was a baby, I had to go to treatments. I was admitted to the hospital so many times, mm-hmm. uh, leading me to, you know, make myself think, wow, this is part of my life. You know, this is who I am, mm-hmm. you know, um, making me miss out on a lot of uh, things that I wanted to do, mm-hmm. uh, you know, those having to take pills and pills after pills uh, really messes up your mental state because it's like that comes with you feeling depressed as well. You know, you're you're in the bed most of the mm-hmm. time and having to, you know, and. As I got older, that's when it got worse <laughs> because um, that's when, you know, your teenage years come intact. And then with those, um, you know, with that teenage mentality, you're like, oh, why do I have this? Why did this happen to me? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then, you know, bullying was a big part of that because what I also have is sinusitis and um, you know, I would always have to like, blow my nose and whatnot at school. And obviously, you know, teenagers are always going to bully on that. <laughs> um, and I had to overcome all of that to the point where I was like, oh, you know, if I silence you, if I, you know, take my life, maybe it'll be better. I'll, I'll be better off. You know, I don't have to endure all of this. 
But such as I said before, the way that I was able to cope with this is, you know, you helped a lot, even though I try to shut you up so many times. <laughs> Helpers out there, be consistent. <laughs> yeah, yeah even if they're mean, you love them, just stay by their side, please. <laughs> yeah, because it's not honestly, I don't, I used to do a lot of self-harm as well. Um, you know, I'm not proud of it, but that's at that point that's I that's what helps you for some reason but don't do it it's not it's not the best way there are other ways to do it um you know I tried to do exercise and surprisingly that helped my lung condition out more so mm -hmm. you see you're able to I feel like the way that you think will also help yourself out more it is a body mind thing you know don't get me started with body <laughs> so <laughs> so it's like you really have to push yourself I it's obviously it's gonna be hard it was definitely hard for me it's not uh you know it's not something that you would go ahead and be like oh okay I'm fine today no you will still go through a lot of objects in your life but just you being able to learn what you learned in the past experiences and being able to uh, you know show other people as well or express yourself to them that helped me out as well mm. uh, so yeah I was treated for that for my lung condition for so long I've gotten surgery Mm -hmm. um I had to miss out on like spirit week at high school you know that's a big day senior, senior year. yeah for senior year um but you know uh I had a lot of friends as well that would like come visit me uh, at the hospital and mm -hmm. that really helped out a lot um to know that there are people there you know mm -hmm. you know sometimes you're alone there <laughs> not doing yeah, anything <laughs> Um, and it's crazy. I really didn't think I was going to come to, you know, be able to graduate and do everything that, you know, or have a baby, <laughs> you know, it's, it's crazy how life um, or life puts you in a place in the right path once you are able to focus on yourself and say, okay, yes, I'm going to go ahead and do this for myself mm -hmm. and not let that part of your mind the good and bad parts yeah oh, um, like the little angel here and the yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna like swoosh you away yeah yeah um yeah <laughs> and just you know basically all of that you know i looked up what my condition was you know how i can help that myself you know not always searching for things other way like in, from other people you know it's mm -hmm. just it was it was a really tough time that I was able to overcome and yeah. Yeah, I mean, what I do know is that um, uh, when you were going through that, I mean, can we just have a moment? Like you've gone through physically, like what physical ailments take a toll on people's mental health is just, I don't even, I can't even start to imagine how, you know, how much that gets to certain people um yeah because you know physical ailment ailments maybe some people see it in a different light earlier on and they're okay but there's no doubt to say that you're 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 constantly being 
sucked into the darkness, as I say, mm-hmm. mentally, because, mm-hmm. oh, now I need to go back to the hospital, yeah. you know, or, oh, man, I thought I was getting better, but actually this happened today, and now I'm not better, mm-hmm. and it's just, like, mental, mentally draining, I bet, like, oh, yeah. constantly trying to get that positivity, positive talk to keep mm-hmm. moving forward. What are things you did that surprised that <laughs> you're surprised at yourself? <laughs> because it was it was so hard, like just coming out of the hospital and you know then you know being sick again. And what honestly, what I did, we always talk about mental talk. <laughs> I feel like that's like the biggest part because you know you you know yourself and mm-hmm. you know what you can tell yourself. Um. But just as like I stated, you know, writing helped me out a bit, even though I'm not as good as you on that because I don't really like it. Well, you draw, you drew but yeah, art but well. so art became a big part of um of my life. Um, I actually studied art the whole way yeah. through. Um, so you know, there is such thing as art therapy out there, people. You know, you can really look into that. That's another way and form of being able to just not write, but draw on paper and, uh, you know, draw everything that you're feeling and just letting it all out on paint and colors that you want to express towards yourself. And that was really interesting for me. Um, volunteering as well. I actually volunteered with an art therapist at a center once, and that was, uh, you know, being able to help other people, I think, helped you as well mm-hmm. in some way. Um, but yeah, that was, that's basically the point in my life when I was like, you know what, I'm not going to personally think about why, like, all the bad things that it has caused me, had this lung condition has caused me, I'm just going to go over and try to educate myself and try to help other people as well, you know. Um, but yeah, because there's a lot of people out there that's going through a lot of other things. Yeah. Way worse. So that's one thing else that I think about as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's always worse, right? Yeah. yeah. I think, well, being like, I, I feel like in the medical, like when you have a medical condition, you, you get stuck in that idea of why does this keep happening to me Mm -hmm. like why am I keep going back here and finding that strength in those areas that really helped you like bring yourself to relaxation and within yourself of knowing that there's more to this you know Mm -hmm. this is something that you know you're learning from and you gain artistic qualities which is yeah you you, and I feel like without that you wouldn't know like art is your part of you you know drawing and doing that I saw one of your art that Amabel had on her wall when we lived together (laughs) thank you (laughs) yeah yeah it was it's, it's really interesting I mean I encourage a lot of people everyone could literally do art mm-hmm. <laughs> like you if you really set your like mind and yeah mind and body <laughs> art is everywhere though it's crazy to me I know we talked about it in the last uh p- podcast episode mm-hmm. where it's like 
there's literally you can you can see or define art in anything you do honestly it's a different type of expression which is yeah different types of expression yeah 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 for sure yeah Um, anything that helps you overcome you know what works best for you you know listening to music as well all of that that helps me out a lot (laughs) let's talk about music a little bit oh my god that was that helped a lot of that yeah you know being like bed rest for a little bit like you know being able to like listen to music and like mainly just listen to the lyrics and forget about all your thoughts Mm -hmm. I think that helps out a lot as well yeah but then there's also like moments where I do want to hear to sad like I do want to hear sad music so I can just so I can just cry let it all out (laughs) and once I let it all out um you know I'll sounds depressing but I I cry myself to sleep like in very low moments but then the next morning I wake up and I'm like wow like a huge weight is lifted off my shoulders from just crying all night yeah no don't be afraid to cry it's really therapeutical (laughs) yeah don't be afraid you're you're not a lot I feel like a lot of people have the mindset of like oh you're crying you're weak you know you're mm-hmm. definitely not weak. I feel like you're stronger if you are able to cry and then get yourself back up. Mm-hmm. That's, you have to have a lot of strength yeah. for that. Yeah. Know? Yeah, like these music, like for me, music has always been my kind of gateway through a lot mm-hmm. of my hard times. And I listen to sad ones because like those can help me really be more in touch with those feelings to let it out you know Mm -hmm. and I feel like it's easier to relate to those music because it I feel like it helps a lot of people move through those emotions Mm -hmm. Um, for me it has and I've you know music has always been like part of my life through all these times and it still is and that's you know that's part of my like artistic side where I'm like oh these little (laughs) tones and all this stuff they make me like they make they make like this goosebump vibration that goes through my body I don't know if you've ever had those goosebumps oh yeah oh my (laughs) gosh with music Jesus Mm -hmm. those things those moments are like what really like spring for me so Mm -hmm. but yeah yeah I I think another thing in in thinking about resiliency is uh hope finding hope and just find hope somewhere like I know I consistently was like uh when I was a teenager and my sister was going through through her depression um is that okay yeah okay Uh, um I (laughs) I was into church, you know, I was into religion, um, or into that during that time. And I was always like, come to youth retreat. There was like youth groups at our church. And I'm like, come, come. And she would always be like, no, I don't want to go there. Like, no, I don't like, I don't want to go there. Mindset. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, but I just kept, uh, I just kept on asking and I kept on asking. And I remember one time you were like, okay, fine, I'll try it. And you started going more and more yeah and that's where the volunteering happened because yeah. we do community work there as well that helped I mean I thank you for that because <laughs> there I was the hope right yeah yeah that you know you 
be able to to like it because it's hard transitioning yourself from you know literally being in a dark room mm -hmm. and then trying to like push yourself you know that's where my mindset was I was like what am I gonna gain from like you know being here you know just literally just stuck in a dark room thinking all these bad thoughts um so I gave myself a chance to try something new and I think that's what a lot of people have to try to do uh a time that works best for you obviously yeah um but you know she was able to bring me out of that through um you know through that retreat and all of that and that that really helped out you know yeah I it think it doesn't necessarily have to be religion it yeah exactly the other things you know Mm. Yeah. yeah I think hope is a big one for resiliency mm. at least for me to be able to get over those little those big or little humps in life um to see what the other side is and I think volunteer work and community service is a thing is like helps out as well because it's the um there's purpose in my life because I'm helping others as well and I yeah. think that's where it comes into where you're like, okay, there's something to live for. You know, I'm here helping these people. And yeah, it's also necessarily like being able to, in a way, by like one little small action, help and change someone else's life. You know, mm -hmm. uh, you never know how much you will impact someone by doing one simple favor by saying one simple compliment you know you don't know what anyone is going through mm -hmm. so being able to go ahead and you know make someone smile that's it's like huge like yeah, that that's simple huge. action right? you will find yourself smiling as well that will help both of you, you yeah know? yeah make people yeah. smile <laughs> the lesson of the day make people smile <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They say like doing volunteer work or, you know, doing something good for someone else, like really builds your self-esteem because, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, it, I believe that. it's the act of service that really brings that out within yourself and knowing that, you know, we all have the capability to be kind and, you know, show someone that there's so much love and so much more than whatever they're going through. And, like you said, like bringing that person up from whatever they're going through is just one little thing, like appreciating yeah. those little things, you know, I, I think that's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> it is. That is really beautiful. <laughs> what about uh, who or what inspires you or inspired you back then versus now um, or both? Is there something that inspires you to continue moving forward even despite those tough times or the obstacles you go through? Well, for me back then, obviously, you were a big part of it. Uh, back then it was just, um, you know, I didn't want to be stuck. Mm -hmm. No, I wanted, I wanted to explore the world and be mm -hmm. able to, um, you know, not hurt other people around me because that's basically what I did in a way uh, because of the way that I was acting and the way that I was feeling. Like, obviously that's not my fault, but I knew that if I was able to move forward and 
uh, you know, my family was a big part in what helped me move on. Um, I did also have like some friends on the side as well. Um, so that's what helped me back then. Mm-hmm. Now I'm at a more higher and better time in myself. Like I, I see myself being able to quickly um, just not think those thoughts if they come to me, because they will always be there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, my daughter is a big part of it. Um, every time, like, I feel myself get down, you know, she obviously does some quirky thing and then um, makes those thoughts go away, yeah. which is a big, you know, she, she was a blessing. There's a lot of obstacles that went through with mm-hmm. her, but, um, but I, she, she definitely is something that's helping or someone that's helping me out now in the time. Yeah. Can I just say it's crazy how a person changes when they become a mother. <laughs> yeah, I was a me. I was a uh, <laughs> no. My little cousins would say she's me. She was so mean to like little kids, but but that was like when you were younger. They <laughs> don't say that. But but you loved them. You were just like a, was a mean older sister. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, you changed so much uh like I know you deal with anxiety but when you became a mom like you had this huge calm like her there was this calmness that just washed over you yeah and it was like it's still now like you're much more calmer than before yeah it's just it's just that mindset like you you want to be calm (laughs) you want to be calm for your child you because they honestly they literally feel they see everything you do. Mm. They feel everything you do. I I try, oh, yeah. you know, we grew up, I don't want to put mommy on the spot here, but <laughs> I don't want to put my mother on the spot here, but we grew up, you know, listening to a lot of uh, self-love from my mother. And it's not her fault. Like, you know, she would always say, oh, I don't like the way I look, you know, all of that. And that really gets to you as a child. So I'm trying not to implement that on mm-hmm. my daughter. So, you know, and then me not trying to implement that is giving me more self-esteem. I actually love myself now. You know, I want my daughter to love herself too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there obviously there will other be parts um, and times where I'm not gonna feel the same way. Cause you know, obviously I did overcome my um, dealing with my condition but it's still there and there I just still do have times of it's like oh like I feel uncomfortable or you know but I don't let it get to me as much as I did before mm-hmm. um so yeah I mean obviously th- that does come with a big part but yeah it helped me out a lot so yes I am calm now <laughs> yeah what about you, Chels? Who or what um, motivate motivated you or inspired you in the past and versus now? Um, who or what? So in the past, I pretty much, I had friends that were around me that helped a mm-hmm. lot 
um, I didn't like, for me, it was different. Like I had a really hard family life. Um, not to put them on spot. I love you guys still. Okay. That's I love you too. We all love you. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know that they do it, but they do it. You know what I mean? It's, it's not their fault. It's not their fault. Um, but yeah, so I had friends were like kind of there for me. They they really like helped motivated me and um and I think during those times I I also had to look at like other, you know, celebrities and people that went through hard times as well mm-hmm. that really helped me. And now a days it's like pretty much like what really motivates me you know my friends still (laughs) Amabel you know Mm -hmm. my other friends from college um and people that I'm meeting day to day um Mm -hmm. my fiance has been helping me a lot Mm -hmm. and my dog Leo has taught me a lot (laughs) even though he's just a dog (laughs) we're almost like kids okay yeah. yeah yeah but let me tell you leo has some intuition he's very intuitive like believe it or not <laughs> yeah he really is <laughs> yeah um but those those are the people that have really helped me throughout my life and motivated me to keep going mm-hmm. and the things that really helped me were you know trying to better myself in a way that you know I can improve for like self-esteem confidence but also what really brought my purpose and why was helping others and that that's the thing that really pushes me more and more because I know how hard it can be to struggle I know how it feels I know what people may be going through and I don't like seeing people go through that stuff it yeah. it, like, it hurts me it because I I understand how that is mm-hmm. and seeing them go through that really like makes me want to like go even harder like motive like change myself yeah. you know and um that's that's pretty much what really pushes me overall and mm-hmm. um and that's why I also always have so much awareness within myself <laughs> to find out like what am I doing right what am I doing wrong and what can I do better so but yeah, yeah. and I think that that helps me become more confident and self-esteem and yeah all this fun stuff. Go, hey. all, of the, all of the above <laughs> And, no, but go ahead. And I think <laughs> a little. I think weird is like the beauty in it because, like, that's what makes us us. You know. Mm-hmm. So. Oh yeah. yeah. The weird. You're weird. <laughs> what? <laughs> the weird. <laughs> Okay, embracing the weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, other life lesson number two. What about you, Amabel? Right? Oh yes. Putting us on the spot. Oh, sorry. 
um, what motivated me back then is obviously the one and only my sister. Um, because um, I am super grateful for my life, but when you have someone close to you go through something, and I'm talking through the perspective of like, I wasn't a caregiver because I was younger than you, but <laughs> no, but, you but like a caregiver or um, somebody that's living or has someone close to them that's going through difficult things in their life, whether it be physical ailments or just a tough life. Um, it's heartbreaking, as you said, you know, to see someone that you're, especially that, uh, you know, it's more personal when someone you love and you care about goes through it. Um, so that motivated me to um, help others. Honestly, that's why I'm in the fields of social work that I am now. Um, and also my parents were a big one because since I was young, I'm not sure if you know, noticed it since you were young, but I knew that, um, uh, that my parents, well, they told us since the beginning that they came here, that they traveled from the Dominican Republic to be here, to be able to give us a better life. And it was sort of the mindset of, I need to give myself that better life to be able to live up to their, you know, the legacy that they brought on to by coming here and leaving their hometown. So it's something I've always brought with me and always grateful for them for doing that. Um, and and for going through what I have to go through in life to be able to get to a place where I feel like I'm getting better and improving myself and su succeeding for them um, in a way. And now I would say also my family, but also um, uh, my, my social work, the people I help through my social work field um, because I want to better myself for them now. I think I've gotten to a place where I've satisfied, I hope, my parents. No, you have. satisfied <laughs> all of us. Um, and now it never feels like enough, which I'm trying to work on myself with that and just accept that I'm doing good, you know, I'm okay. Um, but still improving my skills to be able to help uh, people out there who are in need who are going through those tough times in my field so that's where I'm at now and for my niece because <laughs> I want to <laughs> I want her to travel the world too yes she will be for both of us yeah yeah well I think we're ready to wrap up this beautiful conversation yeah <laughs> What do you think, Chels? I think so too. We're getting towards that one hour mark. So yeah. Oh wow. We always we always hit that like on point. That's good. Naturally. <laughs> yeah. But I'm glad you were able to join us. Um thank you for having me. <laughs> I'm so happy you decided to say yes. Um and it's just I see you as a huge example of being resilient and mm -hmm. being a resilient person. Um, I thank you. Okay. <laughs> thank you, Melina, for joining. You're welcome. It was thank it was you. nice um, talking to you guys about all of this, and you know, you know, 
seeing what I've been through once again. You know, yeah. sometimes you lock it up, <laughs> but um, it's always good to go back um, for a little bit mm-hmm. and like, you know, talk to yourself and be like, oh, wow, I really overcame this. I can do even more now, yeah. you know? That's that's so. a good, yeah, that's a good way to, I like that part. I see where you're going with yes. this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the biggest thing <laughs> is looking back and saying, if I can do that, I, I can, can do, do anything. Yeah. <laughs> can you tell we're sisters? <laughs> we didn't come from the same womb, but yeah, <laughs> yeah we're not twins. But. <laughs> uh, but I would say thank you guys for joining us always and hearing us out, listening to our stories and experiences, and hopefully it may help you in some way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you guys. <laughs> everyone for listening we appreciate you guys coming in um i just want to say you know being resilient you always have it within yourself you can Mm. always find it within yourself whatever it is for you and don't be scared to reach out find help from other people you know and um but yeah so stay tuned we have new videos every week <laughs> <laughs> um and stay <laughs> bye guys excited. have bye a good bye. day bye Take care. Bye.